from the Credit Union National Association. This is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. In her first credit union job, Val Mindak worked in almost every area of the organization. This paved the way for a career in the movement and sparked Mindak's passion for community involvement. Today, the president and CEO of $275 million asset Park City Credit Union in Merrill, Wisconsin, says her extensive credit union experience shaped her leadership style. Since Mindak became CEO in 2009, Park City has seen overall growth of more than $200 million in assets. I'm Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. This week on the CUNA News Podcast, we're sharing interviews with our four 2021 Credit Union Heroes. The 2021 Credit Union Hero Program is sponsored by Scimitar. In this episode, I speak with hero Val Mindak about building a connected culture at Park City, encouraging employees to participate in random acts of kindness, and advocating on behalf of credit unions at the state and federal levels. Val, tell me a bit about your background in the credit union movement. What drew you to credit unions? I was very fortunate to work for a credit union in Madison and had the opportunity to work in almost every area of the organization not only at that credit union, but also a credit union in Wausau. So I was very fortunate to be able to understand what it's like to work as somebody in the front line, deposits, all areas of deposits, all areas of lending, marketing, education, training, digital, business development. And so my background in credit unions was really evolving over many decades where I was able to really start aligning teams in different parts of the organization together so that we could build a very strong retail delivery for our credit union. And you assumed leadership of Park City Credit Union about 11 years ago. How would you describe your leadership style? I would consider myself as a transformational leader because I really encourage my teams to set their own personal goals that directly align with the company's goals. I'm constantly looking for ways that we can build new and innovative solutions to help achieve our overall credit union goals to bring more value back to our members. And I think really, especially now COVID, you know, has required that we really look at how we manage teams and the interactions that we have between our staff and our members and to find new and innovative solutions to set our organizations apart. And as a leader, especially now, to promote and foster visibility, transformation, and integration within the organization. So, you know, my most important priority is to help to drive and to foster a very positive culture where staff are excited and want to drive our mission and our vision forward. And I really think that as a leader, culture is everything. Yeah, culture is so important and just becoming more important. And Park City Credit Union has an internal vision called I4 that asks staff to innovate, inspire, invigorate, and impress at every touch point. How do these actions set the tone for the internal culture and member service at the credit union? I4 is how we treat each other, how we treat our members, and how we motivate ourselves to be our best. So when we came up with our I-4 strategy, rather than just having a vision statement on the wall, 
really wanted to have some key words where a staff member could find ways to implement our internal strategies. How do they inspire themselves to grow, inspire themselves to bring better service to our members? How do we impress at every touch point internally and with our members? How does everything we do go out and make sure it has a great impressive opinion about our organization? How are we innovative? How are we looking for new solutions, better ways to do things, better ways to be more efficient, constantly reinvent what we're doing? I would also say that we just recently did a survey of our staff. And with that survey, we asked about their connectedness to our mission and our vision. And we had a 98% rate where our staff really felt connected to our organization because of our I4 commitment. And again, my goal as a leader is to foster that a strong internal culture because I feel like if they can give it to each other and really bring each other and lift each other up, they're going to give better service all the way around. In 2020, we had over 1,100 internal staff impressions where our staff took time to recognize and make references to great service experiences that they were giving each other and to our members that they observed. That just is very powerful to me. So if you've got a great internal culture executing I-4, it's just going to propel and go out to the members and give them even better service. And another big piece of your internal culture is the Park City Cares program. And you started the program in order to encourage employees to participate in random acts of kindness in the communities you serve. What was the inspiration behind that program? And can you talk a bit about the effect that it's had? Yes, the inspiration was very easy. You know, our mission for Park City is to help our members fulfill their dreams while serving our communities. And that is really what the inspiration was. It was how do we do things in our communities that really showcase the Park City Credit Union difference? So, you know, our culture is about giving back and showing why we are different and why Park City Credit Union is such a great place to associate with, to bank with, to work for, and what is the value that we're giving back? So the inspiration really was about how do we get out, take our 100 employees and just kind of divide and conquer, if you will, get out to all of our 10 counties, do random acts of kindness, do things where we are showing that we're a great place to interact with, associate with, and to start really getting out and doing all kinds of different things that really somebody would be like, oh my gosh, that's Park City Credit Union. Or they would see our green shirts and see teams assembled in different communities that we serve and be like, oh, that's Park City. And I can't tell you, our staff is out everywhere and everybody in our community knows our green shirts. They know when our teams are out, they are looking for those things. And the inspiration there is really to not only showcase that we're a great place to interact with, but it also is such a motivator for our staff. They love doing this. It just fills their emotional bank account, if you will. They love going out, helping people. They love getting involved in the communities. We feel so strongly that that is such a key differentiation that we actually do this during the day. We have weekend events, we have evening events, and we're pulling together to do so many different things together because we know united, we can do so much more collectively as an organization. In 2020, the teams themselves across all 10 counties actually did over 150 random acts of kindness that were just 
totally not planned. People stopped and did all kinds of things to make people's days, whether they were members or non-members. But we also have created an environment where our staff wants to give back. And they've done over 1,200 hours of individual community service where they're jumping in, finding things that are out there, or coming up with great solutions and coming up with those random acts of kindness. And I, I couldn't be more proud of the team. Together, they've been raking lawns, painting houses, doing humane society work, local veterans agency helping them, helping deliver food. We've done food drives, blood drives, supporting homeless shelters. We even have teams that go to grocery stores on bad days and carry umbrellas to help, you know, get people to their cars and help load groceries. We do things with all the small businesses in our towns to encourage shop local, working at county fairs and taking food to essential workers, firefighters, police, healthcare, city officials, and just the list continues. And our staff absolutely loves this. And this was also rated top on our staff's recent survey as ways they feel like they can connect to our mission and our vision and things they love about their job and about being a part of the Park City Credit Union family and employees. And talk about your own personal community involvement and how that's helped you to build relationships in the community. I feel that being out front and being visible as a local leader is so important. You have to set by example. So, you know, being involved in Rotary and Chamber, in Chamber of Commerce, in our hospital, board of directors to, you know, just local organizations and city officials redevelopment authorities, all those types of things. I think, again, just being involved and showing the support of our organization really is very powerful. You've also been very active with the Wisconsin Credit Union League, where you currently serve as chair. Tell me about some of your advocacy work with the league and your approach to creating awareness of credit unions with lawmakers. As credit union leaders, we pull together and really do some amazing things. And we share and learn from each other and really try to find ways to drive our movement forward. So, yes, I am very involved. And as the league board chair for Wisconsin, my goal in that role is to really work with the league to continue to bring value to Wisconsin credit unions and to help all of our credit unions be successful. Regulations and compliance, you know, can be so challenging. So by working together as a system, I think we bring solutions and figure out how we're going to help credit unions all across our state. Our true value, though, does come from political advocacy and the fact that Wisconsin credit unions speak with one voice. We share stories of our success and differentiation with our local legislators and representatives is a way that we make sure we show how we are different and why our credit unions should be preserved in terms of our current tax status. And why we should continue to have a voice, if you will, with our legislators so that they realize that we do have a lot to share. and We can provide a lot of insight as it relates to the financial arena. I would also say that it's essential that we continue to show how we are different and how we're helping our communities and our businesses in our communities and our residents of our communities and how we're making a difference with our members and local businesses. Our stories that we bring from all over the state, I really help and my role as the league board chair to really encourage those stories to come to the league, to continue to share those stories with the legislators all over the state so that they understand what we're doing. Because we are very fortunate in Wisconsin. We have a very active league, very progressive league, 
and I couldn't be more proud of what they do every single day. But the fact that we can share our stories to talk about the value we're bringing consumers and businesses and communities, I think just shows how we are different and unique. Yeah. And you were also appointed to serve on the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis Regional Community Development Council, which sounds like an amazing opportunity. How do you communicate the credit union difference in that role? It is such an honor to represent Wisconsin credit unions and to share the viewpoint of local financial institutions. In my role sitting on that board, I just don't represent credit unions only in my region or my district that I represent. I actually represent not only credit unions, but small community banks. So the value that I have is, again, being so networked in our area, being so visible, having the connections I do, I can really bring the perspective of Northern Wisconsin to the Federal Reserve Bank for their consideration as it relates to compliance and regulation and policy. And they want to hear things about like what's going on in terms of the challenges we are facing. They want to understand, you know, how business is going. Where are some of our challenges? How can they help? So being the voice of this region for our state is very rewarding. And we all know it's a very competitive rate landscape. They want to hear about that. They want to understand what they can do to help us as, you know, local community institutions. And I'm just, again, I'm so blessed to be on that. It is such a wonderful appointment. I've learned so much, but it's also a way to come and interact with other community institutions all across the entire district, the ninth district that that. Federal Reserve Bank represents. So it's been an amazing experience. And people are definitely recognizing the work that you do because you received a citation for your credit union leadership and advocacy from the legislature of the state of Wisconsin. What guiding principles do you follow in your advocacy work? So I was so honored when Senator Tom Tiffany, who at the time was the senator, and Mary Falskowski, who was our local representative from the 35th district, arrived out of the blue and presented this citation by the legislator to show their recognition for the work that I've done in the state and on the federal level as it relates to governmental affairs issues, my work with the Federal Reserve Bank. And just the way that we are helping to support local communities. And so in terms of like my guiding principles to follow for advocacy, for me, it is we need to constantly look from not just at what we're doing, but how we can help other areas of our communities, other areas of our state and our region. So again, getting different institutions together creating ideas and solutions, new programs, new ways that we're going to help our communities, new ways we're going to grow our organizations to be financially safe and sound and ways we're going to keep the message of credit news alive is what really drives me from an advocacy perspective. And that's such a poignant thought, especially right now as we're all continuing to deal with the pandemic Tell me about some of the programs and services you've created at the credit union to help members out during the coronavirus. We have been very hard hit here in Northern Wisconsin, just like I know anybody listening would also, you know, have those same shared feelings. Once this all happened, if you will, 
due to our proactiveness, we were ready. We had a good plan in place. Believe it or not, we have kind of run some pandemic scenarios in our organization already. So we were poised and ready to help our members as soon as it occurred. We had programs tied to member education and helping our members understand options. What would be their best option? During this time, you know, do I defer my payments? Do I make my payments? How do I preserve my credit rating? How can they maximize their budget? So we spent a lot of time doing that. So that financial literacy piece. The other thing that we offered was a lot of communication via social media. I am very involved in social media from the standpoint of constant communicating with our staff, constant communicating with our members and our communities, and have a very strong following. So I think that during the pandemic, what people wanted to hear was they wanted information. So our organization stepped up and started talking about strategies that people could embrace or implement as a result of that. Reassured our members what we, you know, our safety and soundness. Reassured them about the stability of our organization. Talked with them about programs tied to member education. Talked about some other options that we offered, which were Payment options, payment deferrals, skip payment options we launched. We also did relief loan programs, loan modifications tied to mortgages, how we could help people with that, PPP loans for businesses. We were up and running with those and able to offer those very, very rapidly. And we helped over 150 businesses with a PPP loan. So we were there. We continued during the pandemic to offer extremely strong deposit programs. We still continue to offer a rewards checking that is earning 3%, which in this day and age, where do you go for that? So our give back continued to be strong. We also continue to talk about the value of saving with, you know, saver sweepstakes and rewarding members for saving. Our drive-up services, we expanded our drive-up options. We even opened up a branch that we had previously closed when we built our new headquarters. We haven't sold that facility. So we thought, you know what, hey, people want to have us serve them through the drive-up. So we actually reopened an entire building that had been closed and opened up six lanes of additional drive-up options, which was very well received. We also launched an early ACH deposit account program just recently so that as people are getting money through stimulus or, you know, upcoming tax returns or other ACH deposits that we are there to offer them early ACH options too. And then we set up member appointment options. Whenever it worked for them, it worked for us. So that meant meeting with members on the weekends, meant meeting at nights. It meant being very creative to find solutions that worked with the members. So what we did was we formed a pandemic team here. We rolled out not only service strategies, but we came up with new delivery options to help our members We enhanced our mobile services so they could do more in the palm of their hand, enriched our online internet banking options, expanded our call center options. You know, we just really looked at what we could do to help our members through this difficult time, realizing that so much of their need was very emotionally driven because they needed to know we were there for them. And it it has paid dividends for us. I'm very proud of the work that the teams have done here at Park City. What advice or words of wisdom would you give future credit union leaders? I think so often there's leaders that they take on a position as a CEO or a leader and they kind of stay in their own little world or their office or they don't get out and about. And I just think that you do yourself such a disservice by not demonstrating that you understand what your teams are going through. 
you don't necessarily have to solve it or you don't necessarily have to run those teams. That's not what I'm suggesting, but you do have the ability to have a great interactive conversation. And, you know, I just think it helps lift your organization to higher heights. When I talk about visibility, I'm talking about being visible as a leader, getting out, interacting with your staff. I realize right now, again, COVID is kind of giving us some challenges there, but I still think despite that being the case, it's not a time to pull back and not be with your staff. You just have to figure out how you are visible in new and innovative ways. To give you an example, I feel that visibility is very, very important for a leader. I talked already about the visibility in the community, but I think visibility where you're walking around, you understand your team, you know your staff by their first name, you understand what's going on, you recognize things like birthdays, anniversaries, there's something exciting going on in their life. Again, it just shows your grasp and your connection to them as a person. People want to work for people that they feel know them or that they feel connected to. To learn more about Val Mindak and the other 2021 Credit Union heroes, visit news.cuna.org slash cuhero. There you can read profiles of all four heroes and cast your vote for Credit Union Hero of the Year. Voting ends March 20th. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio.